Well, hello, Render friends. In this Grayscale Gorilla podcast episode, we're catching up a little bit after the holiday break, talking about gifts, movies we watched, fun stuff. We have uh, a bit of industry news to share with you guys. And uh, we also talk about you know working during this time of the year. And what I mean by that is this time of year when everything gets a little gray, especially if you're living in the Midwest up here, um, and how to stay more motivated as a creative, how to really uh, take these days where it gets dark at four o'clock and get the most out of them, stay productive and stay creative. And before we get started today, I wanted to let you guys know that the two-part series of Intro to Arnold is now officially inside of Grayscale Gorilla Plus. In fact, it's exclusive to Plus. If you've been looking to add Arnold or have been using Arnold and want to finally catch up with more of what Arnold can do for you, definitely head on into Plus if you're a member. Start streaming it right away. And if you're not a member of Plus, now's a great time. We have so much more coming to Plus and have added so much over the last few months. Definitely go check it out at grayscalegorilla.com slash plus. All right, let's head on into today's episode. Well, hello, friends. Welcome back to the Grayscale Grill podcast. It has been too dang long. Uh, with me today is uh, Michael Marr. How are you, big b- big buddy? I'm great and big, I guess. I'm big and great. I don't know why I called you big buddy. I'm going to see if that sticks. Oh, what was that one country band? Big and I'm big and rich. That's how I'm feeling. <laughs> you play, talking about Big Audio Dynamite? <laughs> Chad Ashley, how are you? I don't know any of these references. <laughs> uh, Chad, how are you, sir? I'm a little under the weather, but I'm I'm holding. Um, wait, no, I'm keeping it together. <laughs> you just just uh, holding it together. Warm sweaters. It is definitely the Midwest uh, gray, crappy days happening here. Um, how's the how's the how's the Texas weather there, Michael? It is beautiful, foggy. Like I, I went out this morning, grabbed my camera, went out, took a few photos, uh, and it's just, it's so, it's so pleasant right now. Ah, jealous, jealous. Well, uh, gosh, a lot has happened um, since our last podcast in December. You got the whole break. You got that whole weird part of the end of the year where I didn't even know what dang like day it was, and you just kind of floating between work and events and family and all this stuff. And um, gosh, I mean, uh, any anybody catch up on shows, movies? What did what, what, you guys do over the break? I feel like I watched all of it. <laughs> like I burned through all, all the new shows everybody was has been talking about. I finally caught up on a bunch of that. Uh, went through uh, Mandalorian, uh, streamed The Witcher. Uh, what, are, what are the other big things you guys watched? Any new movies? I'm always so behind. Oh, man. I haven't gone to the movies in a really long time, but yeah, I'm the same. I watched a, a ton. I binged a bunch of stuff and like went through a bunch of stuff. There was there was a fun day where I don't know why I don't know why my wife picked this movie, but um, she just showed up. Was like, we're gonna watch. Um, uh, oh gosh, not Jack Reacher. What's the other one called? <laughs> I'm so bad with names. Uh, Jack Ryan? Yeah, Jack Ryan. We're going to watch Jack Ryan. I'm like, isn't that like not a movie you would watch? She's like, I just, I've heard enough about it. We're going to watch it. And so uh, I go, cool. So we, we sit down. 
I my favorite part about Jack Ryan going into it was uh, the time. It was like um, an hour and thirty minutes. I'm like, yes, I'm all in. This is the kind of movie I love. Oh, so you're in the Jack Ryan show or the movie, not the shows. There's a show. Oh, buddy. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! I I just totally I just totally Nick Campbell to you. It's John Wick. John Wick. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, what the hell is he talking okay, about? Okay, so. So we sit down and and my wife says we're gonna watch John Wick. I'm like that's cool. And we both we both uh, love some Keanu. And then I see the the hour and thirty minutes or whatever the the first uh, uh, movie was. And I'm like yeah, this is my kind of movie. I love short movies. So the, this this movie fires up. And I, I'm not gonna spoil anything for you, but for those of you who have watched it, know that the first five minutes of that movie is uh i mean everyone's everyone's crying right and uh so we get to the end of that first five ten minutes and the whole room's misty and we're both like what are we getting into what kind of movie is this (laughs) and uh and then the roller coaster um uh went on for the next hour and whatever minutes and man I, i just really enjoyed that movie uh so much so that we kept watching them uh, the next couple nights, so I, I that was a that was a blast. Um, I was kind of. I, I feel like I made the same mistake. So my my wife and I had a movie night one night. So she picked one movie and I picked one, and she picked like a, a Nicholas Sparks rom com, and you know it was fine, but you feeling terrible at the end because like you know love lives on whatever, and you feel bad. And then I'm like, all right, now we're gonna watch my movie, and it was John Wick, and then we're like. Ten minutes in, we're both just like on the verge of tears. Just for, <laughs> I was like, "This is just too much for one night." And then it was like the best movie ever. There, there, there's the ultimate uh, movie night. You just you watch like the first fifteen minutes of Up, and then you watch the first ten <laughs> minutes of, uh, of John Wick, and then you watch I don't know like like Big Bird singing at Jim Henson's funeral, and you just load them all up. Like you just really get a good cry going. I don't know. I think that's like a playlist we should start getting getting together. You know. So what'd you think of John Wick? Are you a big fan now? Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was. I love a movie that just kind of makes you assume. I think it it treat it treated me the way I like a movie to treat me, which is it just goes. It's assuming you're ca- you're caught up. It's assuming you understand why everybody's buying crap with gold coins. It assumes you know all this stuff. And I'm like, I love that. I love that they didn't stop to do some backstory about anything. They're, they're like, there was zero backstory. <laughs> it was just go. I love those kind of movies. Um, I don't know if he's a character from a comic book. Should I know why they're paying in gold coins? I didn't care. Like, I was just like, I'm all in. I'm bought into this this world. I'm going to watch, uh, keep watching this. And it actually got us interested in the Marvel movies, which between my wife and I, we've seen like two or three of the 30 different Marvel series movies. And we're like, maybe let's give them a chance because this this John Wick thing was like, maybe maybe they're written better now because like we saw a little bit of like superhero in this John Wick thing. So we started the Marvel stuff. And it started off good. We watched, we watched, um, we actually looked it up online of like what we should watch in order, like rather than just watch them as they came out. Uh, if we were to watch the whole Marvel series, where should we start? And uh, they said start with Captain America. So we watched that. I thought that was pretty good. And uh, so we watched Iron Man 1. Great, great movie. And then we watched Iron Man 2. Oh, 
<laughs> and then and then we and then we <laughs> and then we stopped. <laughs> then we stopped. Cause I knew what was coming. Avengers, I've seen Avengers that was so bad. And I've seen so many bad ones. I'm like, look, if they can't keep me with the three, I'm 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 not doing thirty. You're not gonna you're not gonna pull me through. You know, you gotta you gotta you gotta John Wick me here a little bit. It's just not for me. That's all. It's fine. I'm glad people enjoy it. I just I got to Iron Man two and I saw the future, and I didn't want to go through thirty more movies. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's uh, that's I think a short thing. Oh, I'll say this too. We also started watching a lot more of the masterclass videos. Which um, oh nice. Do you watch any of the new ones? You know, it's been so long um, since I've like gotten their emails and everything. I just everything's kind of new to me, you know. Other than the ones I've watched two years ago. So we started watching. Um, uh, gosh, we just kept kind of skipping around. We watched the uh, Penn and Teller one a little bit last night. That was fun. But um, yeah, I've I've been binging the Ken Burns one. I'm just like a documentary fanatic, and I've always loved Ken Burns and. You know, I've had all these ideas just like sitting, you know, on the shelves of old projects and then you're watching Ken Burns and he's showing you how he takes notes on projects and stuff. And I'm like, he's getting, he's making, he's giving me the itch back. Like it's starting. Like I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like I want to make another one. (laughs) Uh, Well, I got one on my list too. I'll share with you guys um, because I heard so many good things about it. If you like documentaries, it's the, it's one called General Magic, the movie. That's the website anyway. So it might be just called General Magic. But it's about this company, from what I understand, that basically started building the iPhone way before the iPhone and were just too early. Like they just put all this energy into figuring out touchscreens, figuring out all this stuff, and they just couldn't make it work. So I don't know. I don't actually know the full story. I might be getting some details wrong. But I've heard enough about this documentary now from many different podcasts, from many different people that I'm going to give it a go. So that's next on my on my. Uh, list of documentaries. Interesting. Yeah. What about you, Chad? Uh, yeah, we watched a ton of stuff. I'm trying to think of anything that like stood out. Um, I can't remember when we talked last, but I highly recommend on Disney Plus the Imagineering documentary show. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, those are uh, awesome. That was really, really good. Um, let's see what else. Uh, yeah, we watched. We we caught up on so many different shows. Uh, the new season of You, which is really good. Did you ever get into Mandalorian? Yeah, I watched it. I thought it was okay. Uh, it 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 was basically it had me, and then it lost me, and then it had me again, and that's kind of right. how the season went for me. I think I think that was kind of how most people felt. Kind of got weird in the middle. Yeah, I think somebody sort of summed it up for me. Is like it had this really great first two episode sort of like storyline. And then it went right into Xena world <laughs> where it was like the corniest contrived just felt so, I don't know, just felt so lame. And then they sort of pulled it around at the end of the season to kind of make me want to watch it again. I really enjoyed it. I think there was probably one episode that was probably definitely the weakest for me, which was in the middle. But I've, I bet I'm it's a the big... same one that lost me. Might be, but I, I most of the time I, I really enjoyed it because I've always enjoyed those old like Western type shows, you know, new town, new problem to solve. I think I thought they approached it really well. But have you guys seen any of like the behind the scenes stuff they've been sharing? Yeah, that's killer, killer stuff. Like I, I remember we were at Seagraph and we were talking to the team at Unreal 
and they were telling us about like their video LED boards that you know they've been building for essentially to replace green screen. So instead of going into a green screen, you're in front of these like live 3D environments. And they had a demo version of that at Seagraph, and it was really cool to check out. There's a video, we'll link to it. But then they dropped the behind the scenes of the actual show, and you're just seeing these massive screens, and you're like, this is so, so cool. Yeah, that, that article was blew me away. I mean, it's so clearly the future of so much storytelling and so many problems that green screen and little, you know, fake people in ping pong ball suits like that's just not a sustainable way to create good movies <laughs> like right. there has to be stuff coming around and i think that like looking reading that article is like really seeing a glimpse into that future and uh it was really exciting that was that was really cool stuff yeah i'm just like a huge john favreau fanatic so it's like between that and then reading up on the behind the scenes of um like Lion King, how they were creating these whole like digital sets and then they'd go in with like their iPads or whatever and in real time set up cameras and all that stuff. You're just like, oh, so this is this is the future. We are in the future now. <laughs> I mean, even even the like iPhone version where you can, you know, stick an iPad uh, to the table or like a, um, a Mac Pro to your table to kind of see how big it is. Like that tech is so much further along than I assume until I play with it. That we're like, yeah, we're just going to be able to film with these characters here. Or I don't know. There's just so much of this that's right around the corner. And it's going to be some exciting behind the scenes. Which which to me, as you could tell by my, my mostly non-love of movies, is way more exciting than actual movies. Like I would much – I will watch behind the scenes of almost anything. You give me a good documentary on how it's made and then I'll watch it. And then maybe I'll go watch the movie. It is like to me so much more entertaining to go watch, you know, all these artists, all these people, all these amazing, talented, creative people working together to make something. That story to me is so much more fun than the final product most of the time. Right. That was that was another career path I had always like imagined myself doing. It was doing DVD behind the scenes extras. I was like, this is this is the coolest thing. And then, you know, they stopped making DVDs. <laughs> and you're like, well, I guess they're not really going to do that anymore. Oh, you were, yeah, that is something that I, I thought I would watch for the rest of my life, which was I would I would find movies I liked, buy the DVD, and they, they started coming out with those, like, super director versions. And then they would all have, like, two or three audio tracks. That, oh, Yeah. That you could listen to, and I used to I used to do work with these. I would put on a movie that I really loved, and then I would just listen to the director tracks, or they would have one where the the actors were in a room talking about it, and it was kind of almost like pre podcasts, and and a lot of stuff that's happening now where you could just listen to all this stuff. But it was so interesting to me, and I feel like. You know, do, is that is that still something that's happening? Like, are people putting out podcasts where they say, like, hit play now on Netflix and we're going to talk over the show? Well, I mean, there's some stuff like the riff tracks, which is from, like, the uh, Mystery Science Theater guys where they do, like, comedy riffs. And then some, like, if you have to get, like, the super special Blu-ray editions now to get that kind of stuff, it's kind of like a, I feel like it's a lost art at this point. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. I totally forgot about that. It's been a while. What'd you guys, uh, any, uh, 
any good gifts from the holidays this year? And I, I haven't really talked to you guys much since. <laughs> Just so curious to what everybody's been up to. I got a couple of things. Would you get anything good? I got a pretty sick uh, kettle for making pour over coffees. Does it heat it up? Yeah, yeah, it's it's um it's a fellow uh you know like it's got I don't know what it's called it's got like the electronic bottom to it so like you just set it on there and just like it heats it up really fast which is great and it gives you a really nice even pour which is great so I was nerding out on that and then uh, Nick got me a couple of really nice books about one of my favorite designers Dieter Rams and I was checking those out and inspired by those he's like the he's like the guy from Braun right yep. Yeah, he uh, he's a kind of a prolific designer that worked at Braun for gosh, long time from like the maybe the '60s all the way through the '80s, maybe even longer than that. But um, yeah, I mean, he's he he influenced a lot of really amazing modern industrial design. So if you look at everything that Apple's done over the past uh, twenty years, uh, a lot of it kind of came from sensibilities developed by Dieter and his team at Braun. Well, now it's all coming together. You got like your new coffee pot and then Dieter Roms. And now I'm just like, oh, so so that's why you used a Braun coffee model maker for the Light <laughs> Kit Pro renders. <laughs> oh, that just clicked for you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So it's all coming together. Yeah, I guess I, I, I make that connection. But I guess if you don't really know, then that would be like not a connection you'd immediately make. But yeah, if you've seen the coffee maker renders around some of our lighting uh, plugins and materials and stuff. You've seen that weird coffee maker. Well, that's not the coffee maker that he designed, but it's one that was part of Braun at the time he was there. It sort of like speaks to his aesthetic. So if you've seen that and you've wondered why we used it, it's because I'm a fan of that style of industrial design. That's good. Um, I'm going through my gifts in my head. Michael, what'd you uh, get? Oh man, um, if I if I list my my best gifts, it's just gonna show my age. <laughs> like some sweet slippers. I got this sweet heated back massager, <laughs> guys. <laughs> I, laugh all you want. I've used it like every single night since <laughs> since I've got it. It's pretty awesome. Um, and then I got some really nice uh, cooking sheets, like kitchen industrial cooking sheets that I've been putting to good use lately so and then uh we got a big fire pit for the backyard which has like a, a kind of like this grill attachment on top so we've been outside kind of like smoking and grilling on a big fire pit nice yeah it's been fun that's good well my my uh it, for me it's getting into birthday territory now so I, I i got some great stuff for my uh for for the holidays but um I, I was just uh, surprised to go on a little trip with some friends. Uh, so that's kind of the new thing in my world is getting out and seeing the mountains and hanging out with some friends. Exciting. Uh, Where are you going? Uh, I think Denver. The details are still a little secretive, but uh, I got to like pack my bag and don't forget my ski boots. Hmm. So yeah, uh, it's getting exciting. That's the, 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 that's the big uh, new thing for me. A big, uh, big old old guy birthday. So that's that's good. That's good. It's all happening. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of like other holiday gifts um, that I got. Um, but see, it, it's all coming together for me because I didn't know that that brawn coffee pot was brawn. And then now you also have the um, the color palettes that you put out on Instagram. 
So, I mean, I guess that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. The, I, I was just, those books are great and we'll throw a link down uh, in the show notes. But yeah, just you know, kind of like looking at all the products that they made over those years and just the colors that they were using in the 70s and 80s were just so freaking good. I just love them. So I was like really inspired over the break to just like take those colors and and uh, build some palettes. And if you're not familiar with the palettes that we have for modern surface material collection, we sort of use a lot of the we use the um, uh, the built-in color palette tools in Cinema 4D, and uh, we use them quite a bit in modern surface. So making these like sort of Dieter Rams inspired palettes was really pretty fun to make, and I think a lot of people that already are used to using those palettes for modern surface are, are enjoying them over in plus right now. That's awesome. Well, no, you've been, you've been super plus busy lately. Cause at the end of towards the end of December, we also dropped your part two of the intro to Arnold. Oh, that's right. Yeah. There's so it's much all, stuff going so through there happening. now that it's hard to remember <laughs> what, what we're doing. <laughs> so much stuff. But yeah, yeah, that stuff is great, and uh, I think people are really enjoying it. It's it's uh, yeah, it's awesome, man. There's so we have like a ton of Arnold stuff in there now. So if you've been looking for that, go check it out. Now, wasn't the like part one of the Arnold training? Wasn't that something that you had personally watched? Yeah, um, the the MoGraph Plus. Uh, team i hope i'm getting that name right i have a cold so if i if i'm screwing up any names i'm just going to blame it all on this cold um but yeah that that was a course that i took a while back uh and it is a fantastic arnold course where you just really learn the guts of everything that that that's in there and so when we got that in there we wanted to also bring up some new stuff that's happened since uh since that came out and there's quite a bit of new stuff and that's where I've been sort of like peppering in in some of these new features and videos about things that I find interesting in the newer versions of Arnold. So it's really a complete package for Arnold now. Super cool. Yeah, that's that's exciting. And uh, all the all the new plus stuff. Um, I know we haven't talked about it in a in a month, but it's been it's been really cool to see all the new stuff popping into plus. And uh, we even got a shout out from School of Motion, which was really cool. They had an awesome end of the year podcast. <clears throat> if you haven't checked that podcast out, by the way, um, it's a it's an epic one. I think it's over like three hours, but they really kind of talk through the year and a lot of what's been happening in our industry, which a lot has been happening. And uh, we were excited to hear them talk about uh, Grayscale Gorilla Plus and uh, had some nice things to say, some really nice things to say. So I, I appreciate that, guys. And uh, a shout out to uh, School of Motion and their podcast and their new website. That's right. I think that dropped today. Dude, that thing looks killer. It's so awesome. Like it's, it's so well done. Obviously, everything they everything they touch, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. They've been they've been on fire. And um, yeah, go check it out. Uh, beautiful stuff as always. And I don't want to tease it unless it's actually happening. I know we have an interview with Joey here coming up. We do. Actually, we'll probably go ahead and drop that uh, next week now that we're talking about it. Awesome. Well, there you go. See, stay tuned for on the Grayscale Gorilla podcast for an interview with Joey from School of Motion. And uh, at the same time, go bookmark that big end of the year one that they did. Um, really great episode. And just kind of, it, it, it's 
things happen so quickly in our industry and there's new tech and there's new um, training and there's new everything happening all the time. And then it's not really until you listen to an episode like that and really only talk about what happened this year and it's it's hours and hours and hours where you're like, okay, that that was a crazy year for 3D, for Cinema 4D, for everything that's happening at Maxon, um, everything that's happening, you know, even just what we've been up to in the last year. It's just like, every, 3D's really uh, going through this this revolution right now. It's it's really really cool to kind of hear people talk through that. So definitely check it out. Um, any other industry news? I know we talked about Arnold coming out. We got the uh, school motion sites looking looking banging. Any other uh, industry news? Chad, what have you been seeing? Uh, you know, it's that end of the year and then beginning of the new year sort of lull. There's not a ton going on right now. Um, yeah, I think it's all pre-NAB hype at this point. Yeah. Like whatever he's going to be talking about in April. Yeah, it definitely feels like... Um, I think things are quiet because everybody's getting back to work and digging in. And that's typically this time of year when the holidays sort of wind down and all the jobs actually need to start getting worked on. Everybody starts to get back into it. Um, yeah, I mean, personally, I've just been trying to rock all these new things that, we're, that we've got going, all, all our new initiatives, and going to try to uh, go to a few events in the coming months. Of course, uh, NAB coming up sooner than you think which will be great they changed it that this year did you see that no they they moved the start date so like normally it has started was it like sunday through thursday they bumped it back so it actually starts on saturday this year Hmm. so it'll be let me see double check the dates uh saturday april 18th through wednesday april 22nd nab las vegas yeah, it threw a wrench and stuff because, like, you know, we we were teaming up with School of Motion and others in the past to do the big MoGraph meetup, and we historically like to do it before all the show, show floors open and everything so people could come in before the chaos, but now it looks like we're just going to be part of the chaos. So MoGraph meetup 2020, stay tuned. We'll have some more info about that soon. Yeah, you're right. That'll be here before we know it. <laughs> yep. Get it on. Get NAB on your calendar at least. Um, if you if you uh, have been in the past, um, definitely get get that on there. Uh, and if you've always wanted to go, it's it's really it's really a great great event. And there's always stuff before and after and at night. So keep an ear open for that. I know uh, um, we usually put up a blog post. I know School of Motion puts up one usually just about all the events and all the crazy stuff you could do at NEB. So we're definitely excited for that. And uh, a lot of <laughs> a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff is, is happening for Plus right now that um, we can't really talk about right now. But um, I'm very excited to uh, kind of get to NEB and talk more about that stuff as well. So uh, I, I, hate, I hate doing the, like... Um, behind the scenes like teaser stuff but we we had our big uh company meeting and we we all know what what's happening with plus and uh i can't wait to be able to tell you guys more about it but um uh everyone inside so far is uh really enjoyed it and um definitely go check it out if uh especially if um if arnold is in your future or in your in your near future definitely go check out the new arnold stuff we have as well it's very exciting um, well, 
let's see here. I know this is kind of a catch-up episode. I'm more of a mustard guy. You're my- <laughs> oh, God. Oh. All right, well, that's it. Yeah, I think I got to go, guys. <laughs> that's it, folks. <laughs> we did it. We <laughs> Uh, we bringing the soundboard back? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Man, that was cheesy. I love it. I love it. Um, you know, I, I think I'll, I'll, when it, when it comes to NAB and all this stuff that's happening, well, let me, let me say this, actually, you reminded me of how the year goes through and I want to know your guys' thoughts. I, there's, there's very specific parts of the year that, have different feelings, and I, we're all creative people here. We all have feelings. And how, what, what is that? What is that like January through April, um, feeling? Like you, you kind of touched on it, um, Chad, where it's like everyone's getting back to work. You're, you're kind of catching up from the holidays. You got that new year energy, new year, new you energy. And, and and then and then spring spring comes and the whole the whole energy of the year flips, and I I think it's something that I I hope like everybody kind of feels and thinks about, but is it's one of those things that might not be discussed. But what what is that feeling for you of like January through March, April ish, pre NAB? Oh man, I hate these time. I hate this time of year. I hate it. Really? I really do, man. I these are the dog days of winter when you live in the Midwest where That's true. You're like the anticipation up to the holiday is great cuz it's like, oh, Christmas and New Year's and family and gifts and just all this fun stuff. And then that goes away and you're like, well, at least I still have the end of the football season. And then that goes away and then you're like, what am I living here for? Why do I live here? <laughs> this is so dumb. Like, I should not be, nobody should live like this. And then spring, you get your first taste of like a 50 or 60 degree day in like April, if you're lucky. And you're like, okay, so this is not bad. I can deal with this. And then it sort of returns to normal. But yeah, for me, like this time of year, it gets like super like, why did I choose to live here? So I usually just like focus in on work and don't leave the house. See that? Yeah, that bit right there. It's very work centric. It's very like, let me just focus on this project and maybe the weather will get better kind of thing. It's like staying at home a little bit more, uh, like turning on more lights. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, my, Mike, what's, uh, it, it, uh, do you have, you go through the same thing in Texas or are you guys like, it's pretty similar, but we don't have like the seasonal depression as like as nearly as bad as the northerners do like you know we still have we can still see the sun um and it's not bitter cold here you know the hardest time weather-wise for us is always the summers but you know you just run from your house into your car and start the ac and you'll survive but i kind of find now especially that i've worked with more northern companies for the past five years i've noticed so much of like this time of the year is the grind months because it's literally like between you guys and, and Chicago and Detroit and past coworkers in, in Montreal and New York. It's just like snowy seasons. You just get to your office as fast as you can. Just grind. You don't want to leave the office because you don't want to put on your boots and all that stuff. So everybody just grinds real hard. 
And then I guess if you just kind of look at our release schedule for the past couple of years, it's like Grayscale Gorilla goes quiet for like three months, four months. And then it's like, bam, Modern Surface, bam, Grayscale Gorilla Plus, bam, new HDRI pack. It's like, oh, yeah, that's all the stuff we made those first few months. So I, I feel like it's going to be pretty similar this year as well. Yeah, <laughs> that is that is definitely where we are. It is in the execution right now and getting all this stuff ready to go. And then, yeah, you're right. Then we'll have it for launch <laughs> by the spring. I, it's It really is that grind. And it, it really is that, like, I've always attributed that to the Midwest, but you're you're right. Like I think now that we're working in a in more of a global world and distributed workforce the way that we are, we all kind of work in different places. We we all kind of have that same feeling of a grind even if you're in a a a place where there the weather cooperates, you know. So it's kind of like like bleeds into the rest of the culture. But yeah, that that's how I see it. It's always like it it gets too dang dark, especially on the that side of the of the um time zone. Chicago is like at the beginning of the time zone, which means it gets dark at like what, 3:30 at the worst. It's the worst time. Like you'll be sitting there watching TV at five o'clock or four thirty and you're like, what? Is it like ten o'clock at night right now? And then you realize that it's like five thirty, six o'clock, and you're like, "What? What? This is like, it's ridiculous. There's like no daylight." <laughs> yeah, the amount of times I'm like, "I think I'm ready for bed," yeah. and it's six, <laughs> or or you just get in that grind of like, it's all dark anyway, so time disappears, and then it's it's either seven o'clock and I'm going to bed, or it's like one in the morning. It doesn't, but it, your brain knows no different. Yep. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I think the interesting part for the for these kind of talks is like this this thing where we all are responsible for our time, and I know a lot of our our listeners are freelancers working from home, working from a small office, just like we all do. And I think this stuff is interesting as we all kind of figure out how we work. We actually talked about this at our meeting. You know, we're a hundred percent distributed team. We all work either from home or from a small office nearby. and But we talked about you know how we get our work done and how we best get our work done and how we, uh, what times of days are we, you know, getting our, our, our work done and how the, what time of days are the best to communicate with us knowing that, right? So like for me, for example, I love getting bigger projects done really kind of creative, complex projects done either really early in the morning or really late at night. And, and the day is when things get busy. Like then I'm writing my emails or recording this podcast or like doing all the day-to-day stuff. And then for me, I love that quiet time. Maybe I just can't sleep. I got to wake up and do something. Like that's the time where I'm like, okay, the rest of the world's asleep. I'm gonna get my work done, and I think that's important for for you know for all of us, not only on the team, to kind of know that about ourselves, but also kind of you know tell everyone else on the team how that works, so that so that we could be more um, understanding when it comes to to communicating with each other. So I guess to me, it's it's for the listeners out there. It's it's a way to kind of audit that and think about that. I think the more that you know how you work. The, the easier 
it is to kind of schedule your day and maybe even take it a little easy on yourself too. If you, if you feel like you're not getting enough stuff done, like maybe you're just not showing up early enough or late enough, you know, but I don't know. Is that, is, is, does that ring true for you guys? Oh yeah. Like, and I also imagine there's quite a few people listening that are in that, in those grind months right now where they're already locked away in their, their home offices or in the studio and they're just, they're starting to feel the grind settle in. But, you know, it, it really just, just comes down to how you manage your time and making sure you get all those little tasks done because they are part of the bigger picture. So, All right. Well, look, you could even tell just the energy on the podcast. We're in the middle of... <laughs> well, I'm sick, guys. I'm sick, so... You got Chad. You, you, you're under a gray cloud uh, really with am. your... With, with your uh, with your sickness, but also you're in in almost in Wisconsin over there where you live, so you might as well be permanently in the gray zone. Yep. Yeah. Send, send me a, a lamp if you're listening. I know. I just <laughs> <laughs> help me. You need some. Get can someone come? Someone send Chad some vitamin D, please. Just like <laughs> sad um, lamps. You know, I gotta say, I got one of these uh, sad lamps. Um, mine's called a ha- oh, it's literally called a happy light uh, from the Verilite. It's a it's a bright. I guess it's like an all spectrum light. I have no idea if this is some like made up goop thing or if this is real science. I do not know, but I, I kind of don't care. It works. Works for me. Turn on my happy light, and uh, you get some sunlight around here or some fake sunlight in your eyes. And it generally helps. And also getting the heck out of the house and going on a walk, taking the dog out, all that stuff freaking helps, man. It's it's so um gosh, that stuff helps me so much. I don't know if if now now we're getting into like Midwest hacks. Yeah, that was the thing like I didn't even know about sad lamps really until uh Chad told me about it uh last winter and i was like are you all right buddy he's like yeah it's just that time of year i was like oh okay (laughs) (laughs) it definitely is uh and and it also um you know just just a few things that i that i've learned over the years for this and um one is is that is this lamp it does help i have it in my office it's dark day here it's cloudy day turn it on feeling better Number two is um, uh, going for that walk is so much easier in Chicago to just like go out and grab a coffee and get get a little exercise. 20 minutes, moving your heart, feeling better. And uh, I got to say, even even during the, our meetings, so we went all met up in Chicago for the Grayscale Gorilla meeting uh, in mid-January. And I had that moment where I could have just as easily – I think it was maybe four or five o'clock, something like that. I drove in and I had that moment where I could just have easily done like one of four different things. I could have just laid in bed and stared at my phone and then went to bed and woke up the next day ready for the meetings. I could have went into an office and stressed out about my slides and worried about stuff and just kind of double checked everything that maybe that could have been productive. I could have... Uh, went to the bar, had a beer, looked over my slides and kind of did a little bit of both. Or I could go to like go to work out 
or just go do something physical with my body. And I feel like every time I make that decision where it's like, I don't have to do this for hours, but I'm gonna go do some, just walk into the weight room and even like just go in and do three things. That is always, I feel like a better decision. I always feel better, even if I end up getting a beer afterwards, I always feel so much better when I make that decision. And it's something for this year, you know, I've been trying to do more of is, for me, it's the West attitude. It's why I love the mountains so much. Uh, yeah, I make this joke all the time. I may have made this on other podcasts, but when you go out West and you're hanging out, everyone goes, what are we doing today? And they're like, oh, well, we're going to go hike up this mountain and then we're going to come back down and then we might go to the bar and grab a drink and catch up. Like, cool, cool day, man. And in the Midwest, you go, what are you doing today? They're like, we're going to this bar. <laughs> and it's part it's that culture that i just love of like all right let's go let's go like you know enjoy our scenery first and then and then go have a beer that uh that's something that i'm kind of trying to do a little bit more of this year live in this little town we got cool little trails to walk around so that's something i'm trying to do um but uh gosh it is the gray. This is, it's, we need to, can we, can we cut out Eeyore for the thumbnail for this one? <laughs> oh, bother. Oh, bother. <laughs> Would you say it puts the gray in grayscale gorilla? Oh, oh see, wow. we need I'm a, on fire today. Dude, that's out. two. That's two. One more and you're out. No, one more. I think I'm going to have my whole set for the, what do you guys have? The improv lounge up there? The haha room? Hey, everybody. The Laugh Factory? I'm going to bring my show up north, be sad with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 4D, my I can't even learn 3D. Oh my God. Well, listen, folks. Um, uh, I, you know, I think I think here's what we need to do. I think we need to get through these gray days. I think we need to get maybe some morning jumping jacks. I don't know. We'll 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 add it to the to the grayscale gorilla schedule. We'll figure it out. And for those of you listening, like let us know. You know, we have uh, we have comments here on YouTube. I'm always looking through those. We get really. Uh, great comments from you guys not only on youtube but over on itunes and can you even do comments on spotify i don't know i know our podcast is up there though no but there's uh there's actually good chats going on in our the gsg connect slack as well so we we do love hearing from you guys yeah that's true uh head on over to the slack say hi let us know your um tricks and tips for getting through the gray days what'd you call it chad you had a better name I like gray days. Um, I don't know. Dog days? It's, 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 it's the Midwest dog days. That's all it is, folks. Yep. Well, look, uh, we'll have uh, much more to, to announce soon about Plus. Um, uh, so definitely go check that out. Uh, we're going to definitely check out the School of Motion podcast about the end of the year. Stay tuned for Joey's podcast coming up very soon, maybe next week. So uh, subscribe to get that one built in. Send it right to you. And I think, um, I'm not sure if the latest uh, tutorial was even out at the at the last podcast. So definitely go check out YouTube. We have a little peek into uh, what is available on Plus over at the uh, YouTube page, also on our tutorial page. Definitely go check that out. We got so much more coming in 2020. We're excited to tell you more about it. Um, and until then, unless there's anything else, guys, we could wrap this one up and uh, see you guys in another Grayscale Gorilla podcast. Bye, everybody.
Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.